Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom Chaverim, that's Hebrew for hello friends, and Shabbat Shalom, that's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Recently, I had a phone conversation with Amy Stewart, and we're going to hear all about her journey to finding Messiah. So stay with me, and I'll be right back. and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shammai Israel. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Please join us for worship, and while you are in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m., Tuesdays by appointment, Wednesdays from 3 to 8 p.m., Thursdays from 3 to 6 p.m., and up to 30 minutes after services on Saturdays. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit Congregation Shemaya Israel. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester area, be sure to visit Congregation Shemaya Israel in the Fig Tree Bookstore and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. This is Jonathan Sattel, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. Last week, we enjoyed an interview with Rifka and George Witten, and one of the songs I played on that program was called Run, and I really love it so much, so I'm just running to my keyboard right now so that we can hear it again. Here's Bot Rifka Witten with Run. We're gonna run to you. We're gonna run to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's a really powerful song, and when you think about it, even though the words are simple, the message is so, so important. When you're feeling scared, when you're feeling down, just run to Him. Run to Him. Run to Him to tell Him good news. Run to Him to tell Him bad news. But run to Him. Imagine a little child running into the open arms of his daddy. And then his daddy just swoops him up and lifts him up in the air. Well, that's what it's like to run into the arms of Abba. He loves you. He cares about you. And so, yes, we want to run to you, Lord. Hallelujah. This is Ethel Chadwick. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent Air Heating and Cooling, 585 885- 889-7840. Stay tuned for my interview with Amy Stewart, but right now here is Paul Wilbur. This is from his project called Roar from Zion, and this one is called Be'elohim Forever. Amen.
His mercy and His loving kindness endures forever and forever. Shalom, friends. This is Paul Wilbur, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday Mornings at 10 a.m., 2.50, Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. This is Ethel Chadwick. Thank you for listening to Bagels and Blessings. All right, let's take it back to the beginning when I first became a believer and I heard Messianic music for the first time. This is one of the first songs I heard. This is the group Lamb Baruch Hashem. Bless his name. Hallelujah. The heart of the Jews, Jerusalem, the Messiah, his only King. And when in the soul of a Jew he reigns, peace to the city he brings. Baruch Hashem, HaMashiach, Yeshua, Baruch Hashem Adonai Baruch Hashem HaMashiach Yeshua Baruch Hashem Adonai Baruch Hashem Adonai Behold the son of Abraham Sent by God our people to redeem When he came forth from Bethlehem I heard the angels sing Baruch Hashem, HaMashiach, Yeshua Baruch Hashem, Bless his name for his name is good. Sanctified us by his blood. Now we drink his wine of joy, filled with the spirit of Adonai. United in the love Messiah brings. Now we sing to Elohim. Baruch Hashem, Hamashiach, Yeshua. Baruch Hashem, Adonai Baruch Hashem, HaMashiach, Yeshua Baruch Hashem, Adonai Baruch Hashem, Adonai Baruch Hashem, Adonai 
Some of you are aware that the Hebrew way to say Jesus is Yeshua. But did you also know that Yeshua actually means salvation or he saves? Yeah. So here's a really cool song from Joshua Aaron called Salvation Is Your Name. Hallelujah. Praising God today for our salvation. And the one and only that points us to the Father, Yeshua Ben Elohim.
And while we're on the subject, I love this song. It's called We Call Your Name, Yeshua. This is from Paul Wilbur's EP extended play called We Call Your Name. I believe this features the voice of his daughter-in-law, Sharon, formerly Sharon Chernoff, now Sharon Wilbur. Salvation 
Thanks for listening to Bagels and Blessings. I'm going to play one more song before my interview with Amy Stewart. This next song is a gorgeous song from Marty Getz. It comes right out of Isaiah chapter 61. Be strengthened, be blessed, be encouraged. Here's Marty Getz. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Spirit of the Lord is upon me For the Lord has anointed me Yes, the Lord has anointed me The Spirit of the Lord is upon me The Spirit of the Lord is upon me For the Lord has anointed me Yes, the Lord has anointed me He sent me to preach good news To the poor and to bind the broken in heart to proclaim his freedom to all who are bound, all who are bound. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me Yes, the Lord has anointed me He sent me to preach The year of His grace and that vengeance Belongs to our God and to comfort All those who mourn and who grieve All those who For mourning the oil of joy And for the spirit of sorrow The garment of praise And they will be called The trees of righteousness Planted by God's own hand That he may be glorified The Lord is upon me. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and my soul will exult in my God, for the Lord has anointed me. Yes, the Lord has anointed me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor and to bind up the broken in heart to proclaim his freedom to all who are bound all who are bound and i will greatly rejoice in the lord
Lord and my soul shall exult in my God for his clothe me with garments of his salvation and wrap me with the robes of his righteousness yes upon me is the spirit of the Lord yes upon me is the spirit of the Lord he's anointed me with the spirit of the Lord Shalom, this is Marty Getz, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. And now, here's my interview with Amy Stewart. Enjoy, darling, enjoy. Amy Stewart, welcome to Bagels and Blessings. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am really glad to talk with you today, and I can't wait to hear all about you. For starters, did you grow up in a Jewish or a non-Jewish home? A non-Jewish home. All right, and tell me about your faith growing up as a child. So, um, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, my father sat me down when I was very young. I was six years old and told me I needed Jesus in my life. And so, I trusted my father and I accepted Jesus into my heart. I wouldn't say I really knew entirely what that meant until I was a little older, um, I grew up also in a Christian school, um, so we studied the Bible um, and went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. We had Thursday chapels. We had Bible class Monday through Friday, so I was always in the Word. Um, but it wasn't until I became a teenager and started to question my beliefs that, and I began to rebel um, that God followed me through all of that. Um, and it was a really, I was very rebellious. Um, I, I didn't get the answers I was looking for, so I rebelled. Um, and that lasted for six or seven years um, until finally God put a stop to it. He literally pursued me through my rebellion, asking me throughout my rebellion, Amy, are you ready to come back? No. No, leave me alone. (laughs) And when I finally did return, I experienced that peace that passes all understanding. Amazing, Um, amazing. At this point in your life, did you ever, did you ever hear that there were Jews that believed in Jesus? Oh, absolutely. I grew up, my my grandmother um, loved Israel, loved Israel, and she subscribed to various Messianic Um, publications. And so um, as a younger child, I had read my first Holocaust story um, when I was 11, and I I was shocked, and I had to know more. I spent the rest of my life, even through that rebellion, studying the Holocaust and wondering why, why does the world hate the Jewish people? My studies have taken me into various countries. What did this country do? What did this country do? Studying per country, how each country treated the Jewish population. Um, That was just, this has been my lifelong work. Um, And so I've always been interested in Israel and loving Israel 
Um, and we had in my in my little town, I grew up in a very I grew up in the country outside of a small town of 300 people. We had another town close by that had all of the stores, the grocery store and, and such. And at that store was um, a hardware store in that town. And the hardware store was owned by this Jewish man. And my, I knew he was Jewish. So when my father was going to that store, and I would be a very young child, I'm going with you. I'm, 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 I want to go. I want to be with you. And so um, the man's name was Frank. And I, we always um, traded with him. Well, um, as we grew up, he closed the store, and, and we never heard from him again. Well, years later, while I'm in Israel, I find out that his daughter is um, a Messianic believer. And we, we just, I couldn't believe it. My, my whole childhood, we've been, I'd known this man, we've been wondering where what happened to him and his daughter um, is a Messianic believer and takes tours into Israel. So um, the Jewish people have always been a big part of my life, even though I didn't live around a Jewish community at all. I was an hour away from the Jewish community and still am. Um, but I just choose to, uh, I choose to be a part of it. And growing up in the church, um, even though we loved Israel, the church didn't always love Israel. The churches that we attended didn't always have something nice to say about Israel and the Jewish people. So as I traveled through churches, I was also a church musician. So I found myself in various churches, various denominations, always speaking up for Israel um, and many times receiving a lot of backlash from that. Um, and in the last seven years, I've just made the choice to um, just move into a messianic um, congregation and not attend a church anymore. Ah, there it is. I was wondering, I was going to get to that. I was like, it seems since I met you at the Messiah Conference that you found your way into the messianic movement. What has that been like for you? Um, it, it was like finding my home. Like, this is where I was supposed to be the whole time. It makes sense now. Um, it's not that it's easy. It's like any, I mean, every church, every congregation, every organization you would belong to is going to have issues. Um, so we're not devoid of issues by any means. Uh, but the fulfillment is there. It's everything makes sense. When you uh, live a Torah lifestyle, it makes sense. Everything falls into place for you. Um, all of my belief systems that I had formed over my life, even in my rebellion, like I say, as God was following me um, in that short amount of time in my life, still pursuing me, um, it made sense. Uh, I could um, relate to David, um, you know, in his wanderings. I could relate um, to all of those people I'd studied my whole life. Um, it, everything... Uh, comes together. Mm, praise the Lord. Amy, how does the rest of your family feel about your involvement with Messianic Judaism? Um, my parents are very supportive, um, and they they also support many um, organizations that are Messianic. Um, they They love Israel. My mother has been to Israel, as well as my daughter, um, 
and my husband and I are committed to being in this congregation. Um, we, no one, no one has anything negative to say about me in in this situation. Not that everyone um, belongs to what I do, but we still there. There's no everyone in my family is very supportive of this. Great. Now you mentioned being a musician, so I'm curious. Do you sing or play an instrument, and have you been able to use that in your congregation? I play the piano. Yay! And I don't sing. I just play. Um, but my daughters all sing. And one of my daughters is our lead vocalist um, on our worship team. And I'm actually the worship director. I spend more time in the sound booth Um because we have so many musicians that want to participate. Um, and so we're really seeking to find new sounds in the Messianic world. Um, you know, the, the 70s music was great and the Jesus revolution, you know, um, but we're trying to move things forward. Um, and having met so many of the Messianic musicians, you know, Josh Aaron and Marty Getz, um, we just have fallen in love with them. Um, so... We just are really seeking to kind of find our own groove within the Messianic world in the middle of the country. Um, but it's very exciting. We have some wonderful musicians and we have a regular youth Shabbat as well. And so our youth have really stepped up, not only serving on the youth teams, but also wanting to be on the adult teams as well. So we just continue adding more music to our um, our repertoire. Uh, we enjoy, um, you know, Hanukkah's coming up, and even though this this year is uh, a little bit more difficult to Hanukkah than most, um, there's still you you tend to understand why um, Jewish music is in a minor key, um, and I understand why I always loved minor keys growing up. Um, you understand through the suffering. Yeah. You still find the joy in your music, but the, the minors still exist, you know? Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm taking in what you're saying, and we'll have to talk offline, too, because I am also a worship leader and a worship director, and we'll have to compare mm-hmm. notes. We'll have to talk about worship songs, and I think it's just all very exciting. Now, I'm curious. I don't even know where you're located. What congregation are you affiliated with? Um, or Olam in Overland Park, Kansas. Ah, Wonderful. That is fantastic. And so you mentioned something really interesting. This has come up in interviews before when I'm speaking with other musicians. The change in Messianic music, because, you know, back in the 70s, it was it was all umpa, 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 and uh-huh. that is just not quite the same now. And then, of course, with McAdam, and you mentioned, you know, Joshua Aaron, and we got, you know, Marty and Ted Pierce and all of them. The, the music has just evolved. It's just... It's amazing, and I really think it's becoming more attractive to our younger generation who may not relate to the just the umpa music. <laughs> it is, yes, and they giving them the reins to move it forward is also very important. Um, we have a solid foundation um, from that '70s movement, right? But mm-hmm. the younger people want to be a part of this as well. And so I've really tried to give them the reins more and more. Um, 
of you know coming coming up with new songs or changing the rhythm on songs, um, making them what you want to make them. Um, I remember being younger, and part of the reason why I rebelled was the our, my music in my church and my school growing up was so structured and centered around hymns. There was no leeway. There was no movement outside into Christian contemporary music. So when I was able to find that, um, and I, part of my rebellion was rebelling against that music that was um, forced upon me. I also don't want to be a part of forcing certain songs and styles upon my musicians. I want them to know the standards and the foundations, but I also want them to take it and be creative enough to move it into what speaks to them. That is fantastic. So I know the Lord is using you with your music. How else would you say he's using you, Amy? Um, I think it's really my gifting is in connecting people and understanding giftings of people. So I really, I seek to recruit throughout the synagogue in the various areas that we need people serving. And I really impress upon people the need for them to be serving in some capacity and finding what it is that they need to do uh, to serve God, to serve others, and to find their own fulfillment. I just, my gifting is in the connecting. Uh, I, I don't really have the gifting as far as the skills are concerned, but I see the people who do have the skills and I'm able to help them plug in. That so is that's wonderful. Just, I'm just a people person. That is excellent. We have similar programs at our congregation, Shemaya Israel in Rochester, New uh -huh. York. And as I'm sure you've noticed, that is a fantastic way to get people involved and committed. As soon as they find where their place is and they find where they fit, they find how they can use their gifting, that makes them want to stay connected. And I think that's wonderful that you guys are doing that. Absolutely. Wonderful. In fact, Shema Israel was my first Messianic congregation I ever attended when I lived in Rochester. Oh, I did not know this. I, I lived there for two and a half years. And um, that was my first experience. The first time I ever attended was during Tabernacles. And I was, that, that was it for me. I'm like, wow, I, maybe I wasn't fully aware that there were Messianic congregations. I did know that there were Jewish believers. But then when I moved back home to the Kansas City area, um, that's when I, I sought out Orha Olam. Wonderful. Wow. Interesting. Well, we've come a long way because we recently purchased a building right down the road from the uh -huh. Jewish Center in Rochester. So, But that's so amazing that you have that Rochester, New York connection. Amazing. How would you like the listeners to be praying for you, your family, your congregation? I mean, obviously, we're all praying for the situation in Israel. Maybe by the time this goes on the air, that'll all be resolved, you know, from our mouth to God's ears. But yes. how would you like us to be praying for you? Well, I think um, we are similar to many other Messianic congregations um, in America in that what is our place in um, passing that baton into that next generation as well and raising up that next generation to come into this movement. Um, we have many 
old rabbis, right? And so we just, we need those younger men to step up. Yes. Um, to be in those training positions, um, training rabbis to, to come up into this movement. Um, I think that is just really our prayer um, that, and because the Lord always provides, always provides. This is his congregation. This is his movement that he has created. And what is our place in this? How do we fit into God's plan? Um, and to be able to really reach the Jewish community um, in our in our uh, area in Johnson County, Kansas, um, it's a very affluent Jewish community. Um, many times, you don't feel the need to really. What is what do I need God for in my life? Probably mostly secular or reformed. So, you know, we just seek to win that Jewish community to find new ministries, new opportunities to reach out into our community. So those are the things I would say to pray for our congregation about, as well as the Messianic movement as a whole. Absolutely. And I just thought of another question, too. What is your favorite Jewish holiday? Um, I really like Purim. Um, uh, Purim and Hanukkah, of course, are, are so much fun. And from my perspective as being the worship director, they're a little easier to manage. You know, the fall holidays are really heavy. Yes. Um, and uh, a lot of lot of work, and so is Passover. So um, those are kind of the fun ones that you kind of get to have a good time with. So Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's been a delight to talk with you, and I can't wait to compare notes about songs and stuff. And I pray the Lord blesses you and gives you favor and good health for you and your family. And I just really appreciate you coming on the air with me, and I hope we can talk again sometime, Amy. Thank you so much, Ethel. I really appreciate this. Sure, and I'll say shalom for now. Shalom. That was my interview with Amy Stewart, and I hope you enjoyed that. And we have time for some more music, so stay tuned. Let's see what I come up with. Those of you that know me know that a lot of people call me Mama Ethel. And as Mama Ethel, it's my job to encourage all of you and to remind you that God is with you. Be not afraid. So I want to share this beautiful song with you right now from Sue Samuel. Be not afraid.
As we listen to Maurice Scalar in the background while he's playing his wonderful violin, I thought I would share a little bit with you. As I sit here in my recording studio, I am 
69 years old. And I'm not embarrassed to tell you that. By the time you hear this program, I will have flipped over to another decade. I cannot believe it. But I want to tell you something. I thank God that I am alive for such a time as this. I thank God for all the opportunities he has given me and that he is going to give me. And so don't ever let anybody tell you that you're too old to do anything because as they say, age is just a number. And yes, sometimes I might feel it more in my joints now than I did when I was 50, but I am told I don't look 70 and between you and me, I don't act it either. <laughs> just don't tell my kids, oh, wait a minute, they already know. So anyway, I'm not saying this just so you can all shout happy birthday, but I just, I just thank God. I thank God for my life and I look forward to the next 10, 20, maybe even 30 years. I mean, you know, people are living to longer. I know a lady that used to be an avid tap dancer and she still comes to all the recitals and she's 106. So praise you, Lord, hallelujah. And now here's the ironic benediction with Phil Klein. We are Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.